like that song. I never outgrow. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Take your Bibles and turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. First Corinthians chapter 13. Well, it's Valentine's Day, amen? And I hope, uh, fellas in particular, that you did something sweet for your honey. If you haven't done that yet, you need to. And let me encourage you just to be a special blessing today. And uh, we're going to take a look at love, but a particular kind of love today. In fact, I, in, in preparing for this message, I, I got a, a question answered that uh, I, I kind of I didn't really have the answer to for, for quite a while. And uh, got, got an answer to the question. I'll share it with you here in just a minute. Right now, let's all stand together. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is where you should be. And let's go down to verse... 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 13. And let's, let's recite the verse together out loud in unison. If your neighbor does not have a King James Bible, let him look on with you and we'll say the verse together. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. One more time. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be here today. Thank you, Father, for your love and your grace, your mercy that you showed to us all week. Thank you, Lord, for the power that you've given to us and the provision that you've given to us in order to live for you this last week. Help us to never let a, a day or a week go by when we don't just uh, stop and pause and just be grateful and thankful for your graciousness to us. We pray your blessings upon this time together in your word. And as we take a look at what the Bible says about a particular kind of love, about the, the charity that God speaks about, Lord, uh, as, as we take a look at your word, give us some wisdom, give us some understanding, and uh, more than anything else, help us to decide in our hearts and lives to uh, have people see charity in us so they might see the Lord Jesus Christ in us. Bless this time together in your word, and Lord, as you speak to our hearts, may we respond to you, for it's in Jesus' name that we pray. And all God's people said... Amen. You may be seated. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is uh, often called, uh, well, it is, it is the charity chapter, but it's all, often called the love chapter. In fact, I've heard preachers, when they have come to 1 Corinthians 13, change that word, charity, to the word love. First of all, that isn't what it says. <laughs> it doesn't say love. It says charity. Now, you say, yeah, but charity is a, a form of love. Yes, it is, but it's a particular form of love. Did you ever think of this? If, you, if you've ever done any, any research or any study at all on the, on the uh, translators, 
that translated your King James Bible back in 1611. Uh, do you think that they understood that charity was love? I mean, you, you look, at, you look at, the, at the pedigree of these guys, and uh, they, were, they were wise uh, beyond many, many scholars today. And uh, yet when they came to 1 Corinthians 13 and other passages, they did not put in the word love. They instead put in the word charity. The truth of the matter is, 1 Corinthians 13 is not the love chapter. It's the charity chapter. 1 uh, John chapter 4 is really the love chapter. Uh, love is used... If you, if you don't count the beloveds that are used three times, uh, love is used in one form or another 27 times in that chapter. I went through and counted them twice just to make sure. Uh, 27 different times. And the reason why, why God uses love in some passages and uses charity in other passages is because charity is a specific, particular kind of love. Um, it's the, it, it's the love that we have toward others. It's not used to speak of our love toward God or God's love toward us. You can't find charity used in that context anywhere in your Bible, in your King James Bible. Um, it's, it's used to speak of our love toward others. And, and that's why 1 Corinthians 13 is not the love chapter. It's the charity chapter. It's a specific kind of love. It's the love of the saints toward others. And it's a, a special love that only saved people, only believers can have. An unsaved person is not capable of showing charity. Now, you know, they, they might be able to care for others, they might be able to love others, but this kind of love is on a special plane. And it's, it's a very, very important love. If you look with me again at 1 Corinthians 13, 13, it says, and now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. The name of my message this morning is charity is the greatest. It's the greatest. Faith is good. Faith is necessary. You couldn't have gotten saved without it. Hope is good. Hope is necessary. You couldn't go on uh, with, uh, with the right attitude without it. But charity is the greatest of the three. Now, by the faith, hope, and charity, but the greatest is charity. Uh, it's greater than faith. It's greater than hope. It impacts more than faith and hope do. When people see your charity, they see Jesus Christ in you more so than they do when they see your hope and they see your faith. It's, it's, it's according to the Bible, and we'll, we'll take a look at a couple other scriptures that also verify this, but it, it is one of the greatest, uh, greatest qualities that we could have. And, uh, and here's the thing. It says, the greatest of these is charity. Is it your greatest quality? You know, we're supposed to have faith. We're supposed to have hope. We're supposed to have charity. But God says, the greatest of these is charity. So that means 
People ought to be able to see charity in my life and in yours more than any other quality. It's a, it, it's a, it's a special quality, it's a special kind of love. Do people see charity in you more than anything else? They should. Go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Just a page or so over. 1 Corinthians 16. Look down in verse 14 with me. 1 Corinthians 16, 14. Says it, uh, let's got to get to the right chapter here. 16, 14. It says, let all your things be done with charity. All your things. In other words, everything that you do in life ought to have charity as the foundation attitude. Everything we do, we need to do it with charity. Go with me to 1 Timothy chapter 1. 1 Timothy chapter 1. 1 Timothy 1. Look with me in verse 5. 1 Timothy 1, 5. Now the end of the commandment is charity. Out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and of faith unfeigned. In other words, charity ought to be the desired end or goal of everything that we do for God. Charity is first and foremost. And it says that it, it comes, it comes from a pure heart, from a good conscience, and from faith unfeigned. A pure heart means your motive has to be right. A, a, a good conscience means you're right with God and means you're right with others. And then true faith, that means that, that you, you are trusting in and believing in God and, and uh, believing that he, he, can, he can empower you to show forth the charity that you're supposed to show. That's why I say unsafe people cannot be charitable, not in a biblical sense. They cannot show charity because you need a pure heart, you need a good conscience, and you need faith unfeigned. Go with me to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. And look down at verse 14. Colossians 3.14. Actually, let's go on up to verse 12. And get the context. It says, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies. We ought to be merciful. Kindness. We ought to be kind one to another. Humbleness of mind. Not, not proud, but humble. Meekness. Long-suffering. Forbearing one another. And forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. All essential qualities... For us to have as Christians, and people ought to be able to see those things in us. But look at verse 14. He says, and above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. The most essential quality and necessary quality 
is charity, and it's the bond of perfectness. You can't fulfill verses 12 and 13 without verse 14. You say, well, I, I just have a hard time loving folks. I don't have an outward personality. Oh, we can find all kinds of excuses for sin, can't we? We really can. But the Bible says that the most important quality that we ought to have and that we ought to be known for, and of all the things that we put on, above all else, put on charity. God wants us to have charity because it's important. Now, what, what, are, what are some things about charity? What is charity? Go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. Second Thessalonians 1, look in verse 3 with me. It says, we are bound to thank God, and this is Paul writing to the church of Thessalonica, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. Uh, it, it's shown toward people. That's, uh, that's the obvious context. In fact, in all of these contexts, Charity is the love that we show toward others. But notice, he says, it abounds. How did he know it abounded? Because he could see it. It wasn't something done in a corner. It wasn't something done in secret. It was something that he could see. When you and I are charitable people, we love people like we're supposed to love them, then other people can see it. It can become obvious. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. This is a verse that tells us what it is by telling us what it isn't. 1 Corinthians 13. Look at verse 3. And this is, of course, this is the charity chapter. And he says... Uh, well, let's, let's get the context. Go on up to verse 1. It says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not charity, I am nothing. Verse 3 says, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. It's possible to give to so-called charities or give to others and not have charity. So charity is not merely the giving of goods or money, as we have really been taught in our society that it is. It's not that at all. It's an attitude of heart. Go with me to Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14, look with me down in verse 15. It says, But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat, for whom Christ died. Um, Charity, according to that verse, values people over things. And if you have charity in your heart and somebody 
is bothered by something that you, I'm not talking about being contentious. I'm not talking about uh, looking to pick a fight. I'm not talking about having a, a bad attitude. But I mean, somebody is actually grieved by something you're doing. And in this particular case, they were doing something that was allowed to do. They were eating meat, and it was meat that was sold uh, in the shambles after it had been offered to idols. There was, there was absolutely nothing wrong with the meat, but there were some weaker brethren that were stumbling over that thing. And he said, he said, listen, if, uh, if, if you are not willing to give that meat up because it grieves somebody, then you don't have charity. You're not charitable. Charity, charity values people above things. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 8. First Corinthians chapter 8, look with me in verse, verse 1. It says, Now as touching things offered unto idols, and that's the, the situation I just explained to you, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifieth. It's, it's just the opposite of pride. And it edifies. Edify just simply means to instruct or benefit someone. And it not only instructs and benefits the person you show it to, but it also instructs and benefits you. I want you to notice the context. This is now as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up. Puffeth up who? You. You. When you get knowledge, if you're not careful, if you don't have charity in your heart, it's going to cause you to get puffed up. It's going to cause you to get proud. But it says, charity edifieth. Now, yes, it does strengthen and it does build and it does instruct other people. There's no doubt about it. But it also helps you. You cannot be what you ought to be for God without charity, without love toward others. You say, preacher, why in the world are you, are you preaching on this subject uh, this morning? Well, first of all, it's Valentine's Day, okay? I'm not going you know, to preach on the mark of the beast today. Okay? That just ain't going to happen, uh, uh, at least not this morning. But, uh, but, uh, uh, but, but secondly, can I tell you something? We are a selfish people. We are a self-centered people. And we have to constantly be reminded that it's not about us. It's about God first and it's about others second. And in order for us to be able to show the kind of attitude that we're supposed to show toward others, we have to have charity. Uh, go, you notice this too. In, in, in uh, chapter 8 and verse 1, it says, Knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifieth. Well, if charity edifies, but knowledge puffeth up, then it's the opposite of being puffed up. Then it's a humbling thing. And there are several places in Scripture, in the New Testament in particular, where it says, humble yourselves before God. One of the lessons that I am learning in life is that I would much rather obey that Scripture and humble myself before God rather than to let God 
humble me. And he knows how to do it. I've been humbled and I've also humbled myself. And it's a whole lot easier to humble ourselves. The way you do that is by showing charity. Go to 1 Peter chapter 4. First Peter chapter four, and I don't even know if I can explain this verse uh, the way that it ought to be explained. I just know what it says, and I believe it. First Peter chapter four in verse eight, it says, "And above all things, and again, there's the importance put on it. Above everything else, have fervent charity." among yourselves. And again, notice it's not talking about God loving you. It's not talking about you loving God. It's talking about you loving others. That's what charity is. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. That says that charity covers your sins. When you and I are charitable, people don't see the rotten part of us as much. When we are charitable to others, we don't see their rottenness as much. It does something to the human heart that nothing else can do. What are some characteristics of charity? Well, go back with me to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Again, not the love chapter, but the charity chapter. 1 Corinthians 13, and I want you to look with me in verses 4 through 6. This is where the definition of charity is given, and it goes through the, the various, when I say definition, it goes through character qualities that will be obvious. And by the way, it's not, it's not okay, well, I've got four, but I, I'm, I'm working on six, and, and five, uh, well, no, I really don't have a lot of those qualities in five. Then you don't have charity. Charity is the whole wad, <laughs> okay? It's all of it, all together. Verse four says, charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Now, these are the, these are the individual characteristics of charity. First of all, it suffers long. What does that mean? That means it doesn't quit on people when the going gets tough. It doesn't quit on people when they turn their back on you. You continue because, because the charity emanates from you and it comes from God. Uh, because, because you love God, because God loves you, you can be charitable toward others. Uh, and you don't quit on folks. Aren't you glad God's never quit on you? I mean, really. God has never, ever quit on me. And I'm glad, and listen, I've given him, <laughs> I, I was just thinking the other day, um, this next week, I will be 52 years old in the Lord, been saved for 52 years. Yes, I'm an old fuddy daddy. There's no doubt about it. But uh, uh, the, uh, the thing that's amazed me over the, those 52 years, I've given him reason after reason after reason to give up on me. 
but he's never given up on me. And we ought not to give up on others. We suffer long. It, it takes, because it suffers long, it takes offenses and it takes injuries and it takes it with a good spirit. Uh, suffering long means you're patient. It means that you endure. Uh, it means that really good way to put it is what Joseph said to his brothers after we went through the whole ordeal with them and they treated him like dirt and they were awful to him and they were afraid that he was going to get vengeful on them and he just simply looked at them and said you meant it for evil but God meant it for good you know what he had toward those guys he had charity he had charity because he suffered long second thing is it says it's kind it's kind it, it does things to help others uh, because it's kind, charity is, if you've got charity in you, you're a giver, not a taker. You're looking for ways to give and to be a blessing, not to get blessings. Uh, more interested in the, the needs of others uh, and, and uh, not interested in their faults. That's when we ought to sit and chew on for a while. If you're kind, you know what? You don't sit there and ruminate over the shortcomings of another individual. You don't sit there and ruminate and mull over the sin of another person or the lack of character that someone else has. What we do is we're kind to them regardless. And one of the reasons why is again, and this, I'm gonna be going back to this over and over and over again, because God has been kind to you. And, you know, we just don't meditate and think much these days about how good God has been to us. One of the things I've really appreciated, I've heard a lot of testimonies over the last, well, probably four weeks in particular. It's been since the, since the, the turning of the new year. And I've heard a lot of people make comments positively about last year. Now, you know, the, the world looks at last year and spits. <laughs> you know, it, it just does. Uh, and, you know, you look at it, you say, well, I, honestly, pretty sure it's probably not my favorite year. No, I don't think it's my favorite year either. However, I look back and there's blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing that I probably wouldn't have gotten had we not had the kind of year that we had last year. And, I, I you know, I've seen... I've seen God strong on my behalf personally. I've watched God be strong on behalf of this church. Uh, what, what a blessing that is. And uh, uh, we as a people need to be kind in spite of uh, other folks and their faults. Uh, you know, we, if a person's kind, they say, if they have charity, they say, how can I be a blessing to Fill in the blank. And it's not always the person that's nice to you. I've heard uh, over the years many stories, so I'm not going to just pick out one, but I've heard stories of people that have gone to restaurants, Christian people, gone to restaurants, and they got absolutely horrible, lousy service. I mean, the, the waitress or the waiter was just nasty to them. And they left them one of the biggest tips. And every one of them that's given that kind of a testimony has said, you know why I did that? I did that because I figured they must be having a really bad day. <laughs> you know what that is, man? That's, that's not natural. <laughs> 
That, you, know what, you know what's natural? <laughs> He'll be lucky if he gets 5% for a tip. And by the way, as a Christian, I hope you give good, good tips. If you don't, please don't leave a church track, okay? Please don't do that. Uh, if it, it, because it's going to reflect on your testimony really bad. But, but uh, uh, when somebody gives you bad service, what do you, you know, and, I, and I've heard those things and I've thought, hmm, you know, uh, maybe, I, maybe there's some times I've left tips and I, I have not, and I've left the tip I have because I, I don't have charity. I'm not kind. Another thing that charity is, is it doesn't envy. It doesn't envy. Uh, it, it doesn't get bent over not having what other people have. Uh, it, isn't, it, it isn't possessive of what it does have. And it's very content and it's very giving. If, if you have charity in your heart, you are a giving individual. And you don't look at somebody else and say, I wish I had what they had. You're thankful for what God has given to you. That's charity. Uh, another quality of charity is, is it doesn't vaunt itself. What does that mean? Well, it just simply means it doesn't brag on its abilities. It doesn't brag on its attributes. It doesn't brag on its own accomplishments. Uh, a person who has charity talks of what others have done, especially what God has done. You know, uh, you don't need to be talking. I, I, I've, had, I've had friends I, over the years and acquaintances who uh, made it a point of letting me know how long they studied for a message, what time they got up. I got up at 5 o'clock in the morning this morning, bless God, and went to the gym. Well, bless your heart. Did I really need to know that? And, you know, if, honestly, if you think you're going to make me guilty over that, Mm-mm, that ain't going to work. <laughs> it just isn't. Um, and, and, and the truth of the matter is, I've done that same kind of thing. I've said, well, I did this and I did that. Whenever we start talking about ourselves, the charity is gone. And selfishness and pride is starting to show its ugly head. Charity doesn't vaunt itself. Uh, charity trusts God for any recognition. Charity trusts God for promotion and advancement and doesn't try to get attention, doesn't try to bring attention to itself. An another characteristic of charity, it isn't puffed up. Uh, and it's talking about pride. It esteems others as more important than themselves. When it's a choice between uh, you getting the last, you know, whatever, uh, Brussels sprout, or for some of you, they can have the whole bowl of Brussels sprouts, right? But I like them. I think they're good. Uh, in our family, we fight over the Brussels sprouts. But if, if you have charity, uh, you'll let, you'll let, if there's one piece of chicken on the plate, you'll let them have the chicken rather than you take it. And you, you'd be happier. Not just, oh, okay, I suppose, go ahead, take it. You always do anyway. That's not charity, okay? Charity says, good, you take it, and I'm actually happier if you eat it than if I do. Now, you don't say that. If you say that, you're bragging. Uh, but, uh, uh, but, but that's what you're thinking in your heart. It talks of what others has accomplished, especially what God's done in your life. It, it trusts God for, for things uh, in your life. It's, it's seen by a humble, serving spirit. 
Another characteristic of, of charity, it doesn't behave unseemly. What does that mean? It means that it's appropriate. And it, if you have charity in your heart, you're constantly looking at, you know, what is appropriate for me to say around this person and what is not? You, you, there are some people that I can talk about certain subjects with, and there's other people I cannot talk about certain subjects with. Uh, and, and just because it, it'll, put them, it'll put them in the wrong spirit, uh, they, uh, it, it wouldn't look appropriate. Uh, you got to be careful about what you say. And charity is careful. It's not unseemly. Uh, if, you're, if you're not unseemly, you don't try to attract attention to yourself. Uh, it's modest. And it's never, ever, ever sensual. Never fleshly. Because that's unseemly. It's, 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 it's modest. It's, uh, it acts proper and it acts appropriately. Uh, never dirty. Never Listen, a dirty joke should never, ever come out of a believer's mouth. Ever. Ever. And those kind of things should not be funny to you. Why? Because they're unseemly. You say, well, it's because their mind's in the gutter. Yeah, that's part of it, but you know what the other part of it is? They don't love people. That's really what it is. When, when we go into the inappropriate, and inappropriate can be more than just sensual, fleshly, dirty stuff. It can, it can, be, it can be anything that just doesn't fit the moment. I remember one time I was asked to preach somewhere for a, a men's gathering. And, uh, and I, had, I had some humor that I had picked out. And, and I knew that these folks were a little bit more fussy about their humor. I didn't have anything that was, that was wrong, but I just wasn't sure if it was appropriate for that crowd. So I showed it to the preacher. And the preacher looked at it and said, and, I, and it was the very first point. It was a list of things, differences between men and women. I've, I've said it here and uh, well, years ago. And um, uh, he looked at it and he says, I don't know, that first one I don't like. I says, okay. I was, I was kind of thinking maybe that would be the case. I got up to the platform that night and was ready to preach. I was going to give some humor. And the atmosphere just was not uh, a humorous atmosphere. I mean, I, and I'm not saying it was bad, it was good, but God was already starting to work. And I didn't want to ruin that thing. Um, at that particular point, I guess I might have had a charitable, charitable thought. But what, what, what I did was I said, you know what, this, this, for this time, it's not inappropriate, inappropriate humor, but for right now, this isn't appropriate. A person who has uh, got charity is sensitive to that kind of stuff. I'd like to say I've always been that way, but it's not the case. And, and let me just add one more thing to that about, about not being unseemly. That means you've got manners. Manners. You know, you open the door for ladies. You pull a chair out for a lady. You don't burp at the table or other sounds that emit from the body, okay? Uh, you, you know, you don't, 
that's not when you play a Yankee Doodle on your armpit, okay? You can go do that out in the front yard, but you don't do that at the table, all right? Um, in other words, if you're charitable, you're constantly thinking about what is appropriate. It's because you love folks. It's not, and, it's, and don't make it because you look good. Then you've, then you've just knocked it all out. But, but charity... Charity just wants to be appropriate, wants to be right. Another, another characteristic of charity, it doesn't seek its own. It doesn't seek its own. It never demands its own ways or its own desires. It looks out for others rather than looking out for itself. And, you know, the, and I've already used this phrase, but the, the bottom line is when it comes to seeking its own, it says it's not about me. It's about Jesus. It's not about me. It's about others. It's not about me. It doesn't seek its own. Um, another characteristic of charity, it, it isn't easily provoked. Um, if you're quickly irritated, there's some charity that's missing in your life. If you're quickly frustrated, uh, there's some charity that's missing there. Uh, charity helps others be a success, and wants to be a blessing and an encouragement to others. Another characteristic is it, it thinks no evil. First of all, it dismisses evil thoughts of any kind, not just about others, period. You, you see something that is unseemly and is uh, of, of ill repute, you turn away from it. You don't, you, don't, you, don't even, you don't even play, you don't even entertain uh, that particular thought. Uh, charity uh, doesn't think on wrong, lustful desires. Or, or it doesn't think on, on doing things that are fleshly. It, it doesn't hold on to a hurt. It doesn't hold on to feelings. Um, if you've got any bitterness in your heart, you're lacking charity. If, if you've got an attitude problem about a particular individual, and I don't know who it might be, but you do, there's something wrong with your charity. Charity thinks no evil. One of the things I thought of was uh, we had a fella in quite a few years ago by the name of Brian Del Grande. He preached a message I've never heard anybody preach on in my whole life. Before that, I haven't heard since. And, it, and some of you are shaking your head. You remember what it was. It was on evil surmisings. You know what the, the cure for evil surmisings is? Charity. If you have charity, you don't have evil surmisings going through your mind about, about other people. Another characteristic of charity, it doesn't rejoice in iniquity. It grieves over sin. It grieves over the sinful actions of others. Injustices it grieves over. It doesn't desire to fulfill the lust of the flesh uh, or the lust of the eyes or the pride of life. It doesn't rejoice in any kind of iniquity. And that would go along with not laughing at dirty jokes because it's not funny to you if you've got charity in your heart. And then the last thing is it rejoices in the truth. It loves the Word of God. Um, you, want to, you, not, you want to know someone who had a charitable spirit. It was the uh, writer of Psalm 119. 
You go through Psalm 119, and he is absolutely, totally, completely in love with the Word of God, desired the Word of God, loved the Word of God, spent time in the Word of God. And when we have charity, we'll meditate on the Word of God. Now, loved, when you have charity in your heart, you, you love the truth and you speak it to others. Now, take your Bibles and, and, and if you're all, you should still be in 1 Corinthians 13. Look down in verses 7 and 8, and this is kind of the, uh, the conclusion of the matter. It says, Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. In other words, if you've got charity, it's going to take you through the storm. If you've got charity, it's going to take you over the rough spots. If you've got charity, it makes no difference how others treat you. It's going to continue its flow. Un 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 yeah, you might not be able to speak well, but you continue the flow of charity uninterrupted. Okay? It'll be uninterrupted. In other words, nobody can stop your love for others. There's only one person who can do that. You. You do that. Well, I used to love somebody, but I used to care for them, but they stopped that love. Oh, no, they didn't. You did. Whether they receive it or not has absolutely nothing to do with them. And it has everything to do with you. Why? Because charity beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. I said this earlier, and it's, it's so true. All these things that we talked about, they all are true of charity all at the same time. Now, let me ask you this. Does, do those things describe who you are? They're supposed to. Because we're supposed to show charity above all things. Um, I want to leave you with just some questions. And... The questions apply to how genuine and how great is your cha charity. Do you have much charity? Answer these. Don't, don't say anything out loud, okay? But just in your heart, answer these questions. Do you tend to get discouraged and want to give up when everything seems to go wrong? Do you look for ways to be useful and help out wherever you go? Do you, do you tend to envy the possessions or opportunities of other people? Do you enjoy telling others, uh, do you enjoy telling about your achievements more than listening to the accomplishments of others? Do you tend to look down on those who do not live by your standards? When I say your standards, I even mean the standards that God has given you. Do you look down on others? Do you choose your clothing with the motive of drawing attention to yourself? Do you know and practice good manners wherever you are? Do you tend to want your own way and argue when you don't get it? Do you get irritated or exasperated with the character deficiencies of others? Do you harbor grudges against those who have hurt you? Do you dwell on secret desires, or do you fulfill in order to fulfill the lust of the flesh? 
And then last of all, do you meditate on God's word day and night and delight to do his will? Bottom line is this, above all, we're supposed to put on charity. The greatest of these is charity. Is that evident in your life? Let's bow for prayer. Father, we ask God that you would work in hearts this morning and help us to be, help us to be brutally honest with you. There may be some areas where right now you're speaking to hearts about things that have happened maybe even this last week that obviously showed a lack of charity. Lord, uh, more than anything else, you've told us where to put on charity above meekness, above patience, above forbearance, above all those things. And what I've noticed, Lord, is that when I put on charity, those other things are a piece of cake because I got the right attitude on the inside. Lord, I, I, I believe that oftentimes the reason why we're not reaching a lost world for Jesus Christ is because we're hurting in the area of charity. We're hurting in loving lost. We're hurting in even loving the saved. We're hurting in even loving our own family the way that we should. God, please speak to our hearts this morning. And there may be someone within the sound of my voice this morning who does not know for sure that their sins are forgiven and they're on their way to heaven because they've never trusted Jesus Christ as Savior. They've never come to that realization that they, they are a sinner and that they're heading for hell and that there's absolutely no works that they can do that can save them. But they need to just simply believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. God, I pray that you'd help them to see that there is absolutely no way that they can be charitable because they've never received the love of God in their hearts. And I pray today would be the day of their salvation. For those that are saved, uh, Lord, uh, one of the ways that people see Jesus Christ in us is through our charity. And sadly, it's often lacking. Speak to our hearts this morning, and as you do, God, may we respond appropriately. And we'll be careful to thank you and to praise you for what you do in our hearts because it's, it's not about us, it's all about you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.